Hello, I am Lori Wendra of Your Life Core, and you are listening to Messages from the Universe. Here, I deliver information from the mastery realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. I connect with angels, guides, ascended masters, astral beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone. Hello, this is Lori Wendra, and thank you for listening. I want to talk a little bit more about how the universe talks to us. We're always talking about evolution, transformation, transmutation of energy, and that the universe guides us, helps us get aligned. But yet, how do we know what those messages are? How do we know when the universe is guiding us? We have this huge battle that always happens between our head and our heart. Do we lead with analytical thought? Do we lead with our heart? Do we lead with both? How do we balance them out? We get into this hyper analytical mode and then chances are we do nothing. Well, it is the time of year where everything is changing. And this is true whether you're in the northern or the southern hemisphere. The seasons are changing. Here in the northern hemisphere, we're going into the fall and the winter season. Football season has already started. The kids are back in school or they're planning for their summer break. If you're in the southern hemisphere, you might be needing an extra sweater or a light jacket in the early morning or evening coolness, or you might be planning for the hot weather ahead. It really depends on where you are, but change is all around. I look outside, the animals are very active. The squirrels and the chipmunks are busy gathering for the winter, or they're nesting for their babies if you're in the southern hemisphere. The birds are migrating, whichever way you look, they're migrating north or they're migrating south. We start to think about preparing our human living space for the change of season. We even think about eating differently. Summer vegetables, summer fruits, winter vegetables, winter fruits, those types of things. Perhaps lighter in the summer and more hearty things in the winter. We begin to notice the change we need to make with our physical being, our housing, our surroundings, even our clothing. We prepare for the change that we know that is ahead. We follow the practices and the processes we've put in place, remembering what we did last year and adjusting based on what was done well and what needs to change. Maybe you've added something to your routine or maybe you've eliminated something all in preparation of change. I know in my household, I'm getting ready for the winter season. So that's really shutting down the lawn services, getting ready for snow services, doing those things that help to winterize the property. But these are all just routines that we've adjusted to. I just reverse those routines in spring when I get ready for summer. Yet, when the energy also changes around us, we struggle. We're sometimes shocked and we complain about change. Growing up, I remember the discussions around the dinner table. They were about harvesting, canning, freezing, or shelving things. My parents would be getting ready for winterizing by harvesting out of the garden and canning and putting up for the winter. Winterizing the equipment and getting the snowblower ready while planning how to shut down the need for the lawnmowers. My mom would pull out all the winter coats, the gloves, the boots that had been in storage all summer long. The garden tools would move to a different location in the garage and the snow tools would replace them. 
The dog would get a fresh redo of straw and insulation in his doghouse that was inside the garage, and we'd watch the animals begin to grow thicker fur coats for the season. These were all normal changes, and most of us have those memories and those activities that were part or still part of our lives. We think back to how those seasonal activities and those actions have changed for us. I think in my own lifetime, I grew up as a kid where the animals slept outside and now our animals sleep inside. And I think, how is that even possible? There's so many things that are generational changes. And if we think to the science in change, in the chemistry of our brain, by doing the same activity 300 or 400 times, that actually changes the brain synopsis, therefore changing the energy flow and the ease of this activity. Repetition locks it into memory. That's a very long time when you think about it to develop the new synopsis, but our brains are super intelligent. It does not have to be the exact activity again and again and again for 300 to 400 times because we're able to sift and sort and combine. We instantly think this is like that, so therefore I need to do it this way. It actually doesn't take all that long to lock things into place. How many times have you driven a car to the point that you no longer really think about turning on your turn signal? Something within you just seems to turn it on. We really only use about 5 to 7% of our total brain capacity. So there's this tremendous opportunity to create new practices and expand our brain's capability. And our brain is capable of sorting and sifting and comparing. This is like that. And this is not like that. We compare and contrast and create those brain threads throughout our living day. So when preparing for winter is just like preparing for summer, but it's in reverse, our brain relates it that way. We compare and contrast. We relate patterns that help us shortcut or ease through change. And if we make a game of this or we have fun around it, like we did when we were a child, then that playful energy creates this surge of brain activity and it only takes 20 or 30 times for the synopsis to change. Children are great at this because they have this innocent method of approaching change as play, fun, exciting. It's an adventure. It's not dread. It's not sadness. It's not fear. It's often the adult wound or the adult around a child that creates the energy of fear, dread, hesitation, or that change can be a bad thing. Maybe you're listening to this and you're wondering where in your life you've lost the fun or the adventure of change. You're just on the threshold of unlocking a new source of energy to help you through change. The secret is that if you're going through change, look for fun. Be conscious of it. Look for the adventure. Look for the curiosity. Change the required three or 400 times of a repeatable process to just 20 or 30 times. Laugh. Bring joy into your life while you're going through change. It's easier and the brain adapts a lot more quick. You can develop more of the processes that help you through any change in life if you take this approach. The change of seasons gives us an opportunity to practice shifts in our daily life. We don't even think about it anymore. Preparing for a seasonal change can be small in contrast to some life events 
some of you may be experiencing or desiring to experience. This time of year, we see the potential for change on our horizon. We're looking ahead to the next year. Kids just went back to school, so there might be change in the household. Empty nesting is on the horizon. Maybe retirement is on your horizon. Perhaps it's a realization you want change and don't want another year like you've just experienced. Perhaps you just want something different. Perhaps you're noticing more of the change happening around you and you begin to question your own path. Perhaps you've grown into this curiosity and you just want something different. The minute you begin to have these feelings, not even speaking any words, but if you're vibrating this emotion out into the world, the universe is listening and it's going to respond back to you. In a vibrational frequency, the universe begins to speak. So how do we hear that or feel it or know that? Well, the full moon is a great time for the illumination of the full moon light that helps illuminate your path to show you or shine upon what you might have been missing in the dark. My clients often ask me, how do you know when the universe is wanting you to make a move? How do you know when you should or could make a change? How do you know it's really the universe communicating to you at all? And these are all valid questions. First, I suggest you trust that the universe is always talking and guiding you. That just know you're on this vibrational. When you emit a vibration, you are a transmitter and there is something receiving it. And that receiving energy is the universe and it's going to bounce back to you. If you are sure of what the guidance is, then pay attention to shifts, changes, patterns. Your soul has a plan. You are here on earth supported to that plan. Certainly, you have free will and choice to take a few detours along the way, but your path will always be illuminated and supported. You have a divine power that is always guiding you. It's like a map, but it might feel like it's more of a scavenger hunt along the way with detours and lessons and things that you have to find, pick up, or shed along the path. The universe doesn't care about your religious beliefs. It isn't disrupted by the presence or lack of your spiritual convictions. The universe meets you where you are because your vibration is the language that is speaking to the universe and it is responding back to you in that vibration. Energy is always moving forward. So there's only one way and that is forward. Energy is always transmuting from something old to something new. So even if you feel you're not moving forward, your energy is shifting. So how do you know when and how does the universe communicate to you? Most of us know the feeling of when being in the flow, what that feels like. It feels great. It's when everything in life is like free, easy flowing. It's like a river and you're riding that river effortless. Everything feels positive. You feel positive. You feel powerful and happy and sure that you are moving in the right direction. There's clarity in your vision and you feel supported. 
You also know what it feels like when you're off track. You might still feel like you're on the river, but you're paddling upstream against heavy current or you're going through the rapids. Maybe you feel like you're losing ground or you're not making any forward movement at all. You're just struggling to maintain where you are and that wears anybody out. But when we feel that we're losing the battle, we feel energetically and even physically drained. Life feels like a struggle and we just don't feel happy. But have you ever wondered what is the between state? What's the warning system between being happily in the flow of life where everything is perfect and the full-on opposite where everything is a struggle? There's an in-between. The universe does have warning systems that provide signs that you're getting off track. It's our humanness that often ignores those warning signs. It's like telling the universe, I can push the boundary just a little bit more before going over the edge. The universe can put up roadblocks and detours to prevent you from disaster, but are you paying attention and are you listening? An example of where the universe might be protecting you is that, let's say you're stuck in traffic and it really, really upsets you because you're late for a meeting or you had plans for the the day, but later you find out that because you were stuck in traffic, you had not been at the exact location where a huge accident had occurred. Or maybe that huge traffic delay got you to your normal coffee shop at a later time. And as a result, you run into an old friend. And had you been there at your normal time, you would not have seen that old friend. And what if that old friend mentions an open job at a company you've been desiring to interview at. These are ways that the universe helps to align us. We just have to be aware and open to the possibility. And I invite you to begin to be aware of how you are vibrating to the universe and how the universe is responding back. And when those magic moments happen, just simply say, thank you. It takes practice to listen to the universe because the universe speaks in vibration. It's not going to come all at once, but I welcome you to join me as I go through the warning signs from how the universe might mean to begin to move you out of alignment. These are some things that you might just blow off as a normal offness in your day. But I want you to pause and pay attention. Number one, are you always pushing against the clock? Are you finding yourself late for everything? No matter how much you push to be on time, you seem to always end up getting to work late. You miss deadlines. You just feel like you never have enough hours in the day. This uncertain phase in your life is a sign from the universe warning you to slow down and stop spreading yourself so thin. If you've gotten a speeding ticket, or you find that you were rushing to finish something and you ended up breaking or injuring yourself, these are all messages that the universe is telling you to slow down and be present. Think before acting. Breathe. Take your time. Be present. Time only exists in the third dimension. It exists in our head. And if we live our life with the boundaries of time, either having too little or too much, then it takes away the freedom to use energy to be in the flow. And once you're in the flow, there is no racing against time. Number two, you have an uneasy feeling in your gut. We 
talk a lot about listening to our gut, and probably many of you have heard stories about people that have listened to their gut and it saved them or saved other people from a disaster, making a wrong move in their life. And sometimes we literally feel the energy in our gut with an upset stomach. This is our solar plexus that's acting. That chakra energy center is saying there's something going on. But we can also experience an energy uneasy feeling such as a headache. We can go into massive sneezing or an achy feeling across the shoulders. We can even get itchy. We've been taught to think, study, and then think again before taking action. So we've turned off our most valuable built-in compass or sensitivity checkers, our gut, our intuition, our higher sense of knowing, our physical body, all this comes equipped with an intuitive sensory or an intuitive compass that for many of you has been shut off. If you ever sense an uneasy sensation in your stomach, if you ever get a sudden headache or your body just feels achy or twitchy, if you feel that stress or you feel that energy shift, whether it's physical, mental, or emotional, if you feel that right before you're making a substantial decision or you're about to take some sort of step or action, pause. Pause for a moment. Reconsider. Ponder your options. Don't ignore your intuition. Work on ways to evolve and grow that gift so that you can be using your compass. If suddenly you start sneezing, pay attention to what was the conversation just about. Maybe I need to say something. Maybe I'm clearing something. If suddenly you get this ache across your shoulders, ask the same question. What were we just talking about? Is this my body responding in a sensory action to the conversation that I was just having. Pay attention. Number three, you find you're constantly transitioning from one purpose to another. You find a goal that fascinates you. You start giving it your your all. Maybe you take classes, you practice, maybe you have spun up a business in that area, and then suddenly it's not interesting anymore. Then you find another purpose, and the cycle continues. In the end, you end up getting nowhere. You're confused about why things aren't working. Your divine power wants you to find your ultimate purpose and bring clarity into your life. I see this sometimes in old souls. They've come into this world having already done so much in previous lifetimes. They just want a life of trying everything. They are more sure of themselves and can make leap from one thing to another. But it also can be a young soul that's not listening to their inner guidance system and is ignoring the signs for the purpose. And they're just jumping and jumping and jumping because they aren't pausing long enough to just experience. The last thing it might be is the human or the soul is running from doing the present work or they're looking for something that just doesn't exist in this lifetime. They also might feel they just aren't good enough in what they've tried. So they move on to see if there's something better or if they'll feel better about themselves in something new. There are many, many reasons why people seem to transition 
from one thing to another. I don't think it's one answer fits all as to why, but I can suggest that if you feel that you're always searching, never happy, always feeling there's more or better out there, then pause, assess, where are you in life? What do you want? What do you expect that you should be getting or seeing or feeling? And are you running to something or are you running away from something? Are you avoiding or searching? Get to know yourself more internally to the whys about you. We are encouraged to be curious about the world and those around us, but are you curious about yourself? Why do you do what you do? Why don't you do what you don't do? No judgment, just be curious about yourself. The greatest gift you can give yourself is to understand really what makes you tick. And we're in a season that allows you to go internal and assess and learn and understand who you are. Number four, Many of you might not like this one, but I have to mention it. It has to do with your physical space and your physical space being a mess. And this can be literally your space is a mess or you're constantly worried about your space being a mess. And maybe even after hours of cleaning and sorting and organizing, everything falls into the same chaotic order. Maybe you have boxes of old things that need to be sorted, tossed, or repacked. Maybe you have piles of stuff that isn't organized and you've managed to tuck it in a closet, a drawer, a garage, or a space that you don't have to look at every day, but you still know it's there. The messy office, the desk, the cabinets, the messy external mirrors your inner situation. And that might be something painful from the past that remains in your subconscious. Something needs to be organized, sorted, discarded, or handled and healed. Outer mess is a sign that says your inner self wants to get rid of the residues of some of these experiences. And in any chaos, there is no room for something fresh to enter. Stuck old energy remains. You may even have stories tied to those messy places. Stories such as, once I clean out the closet, then I'll and fill in the blank. Or once I get my office or my desk cleared, then I'll fill in the blank. That's a roadblock. And this is one that was done by you. The universe had nothing to do with that. An outer mess can be a warning to an inner mess that at some later time can turn into something bigger. This message is about getting it in order before the bigger situation occurs. Number five, your physical health is declining. You're feeling more aches, more pains, low energy days, and you're finding that there's simply more visits to the doctors, the chiropractors, the acupunctures, or other healers that you might see. And those visits usually are very short-lived. Regular appointments to the doctor's clinics are providing you with a short-lived relief. Your health issues are not life-threatening, but negatively impact your mood, your performance, your social interactions, and certainly your energy level. You just don't feel good physically, emotionally, and mentally. You might even feel tired or exhausted all the time. In such cases, the universe is reminding you how your thoughts affect your physical body. Add routines about peace and movement 
and enjoyment in that movement to your lifestyle. Include meditation, qigong, swimming, Epsom salt baths, things that help move the energy and watch your health change. Number six, you find that you're forgetting things more often and even the smallest things seem to be a struggle. You find you walk into a room and you forget why you went into that room and that is happening more frequently. You forget to pay bills or you forget to pick up something that's important or you overlook something that you were always very good at in finding those details. You make a grocery list, but you get to the store and realize you forgot the list. You wonder and even worry about your brain health. This forgetfulness reveals that you feel lost and confused and even ungrounded, yet tend to continue ignoring it. Yet it plays on a quiet track in the back of your mind. I'm getting more forgetful. I'm getting more forgetful. I'm getting more forgetful. What's happening to me? That's the vibration you're sending out to the universe. This would be a time for you to rest more, relax, be in quiet contemplation and pondering as to what is the universe telling you. First of all, do you have too many things on your plate and it's just not humanly possible to keep track of all of them anymore? Is your brain cluttered with old things that need to be released, but not before some good internal processing is complete? Are you forgetting things that were once very, very important and now are not so important? Assess, ponder, be aware. Why might you be forgetting? These are warnings that you're beginning to get out of alignment and the universe gives you the opportunity to correct that before you get out of total alignment. Number seven, your problems feel like they're piling up. The stack of things that need addressing continues to grow and you just have no energy to deal with the existing pile. You find that you're procrastinating. The additional new things to the pile are creating more dread, more overwhelm, more frustration. Life is duality. It's not all black and white. There is the between. There can be joy among the obstacles as well as after the obstacles have been removed. I grew up in a household that was get the work done and then play. That was pretty black and white. But there is space where you can have joy or you can have fun along with the obstacles or along with the work. It doesn't have to be black and white. We often celebrate when the work is done, but why can't we celebrate while we're doing the work? It's when we understand our view of the pile, that's what has to change. That's when a different door to a different solution opens. Why would bliss only come when our work pile is empty? Why can't we have a huge work pile and have bliss. Work on the pile. Do a bit at a time or do it all at once, but don't run away from it. Stop telling yourself that you can't have joy until all the work is done. Sometimes the joy is doing the work because we all know that once the pile or the work pile is gone, there is simply going to be another work pile or another project that's going to take its place. Find the joy along the way. Number eight, oh, you find it difficult to fall asleep. Or you find that you just want to sleep all the time. Well, your sleep patterns are all wonky. Evening and bedtimes, that's supposed to be the time that we relax and we get rejuvenated. But when we can't sleep or you sleep but wake up exhausted, 
it makes for a really, really long day. There is a meridian exchange of energy that happens with all our organs in our physical body when we sleep, and an interruption in sleep will impact our chi energy. It'll impact this meridian flow, which involves the liver, the kidneys, the heart, the digestion. Everything is connected and disruption in the energy exchange at night can create problems over a longer period of time. Fuzzy brain, mental agility can be caused by poor sleeping conditions, either too little or too much. Deep breathing before bed will help you relax and help you be able to fall into a deep, healthy sleep. But sometimes it's the challenges of the day or the physical issues that you might have that your sleep is impacting you. And that is a warning. If your body or your thoughts are keeping you awake at night, this is the universe warning you of something that's unfavorable. It's something that needs to be looked at, shifted, and changed. Number nine, you notice a lot of conflict, a lot of drama, every negative vibe, maybe that's happening with family or friends or colleagues, just seems to be there's more of it around you. Lately, it might feel that your life has been full of disagreements and clashes. And due to this, both your personal and professional relationships might be struggling. Not only with others, but you fail to agree with yourself at times. You find yourself being indecisive, unsure on decisions now or those things that you've decided upon in the past. Such conflicts are an indication that you need to modify your ways and reconcile with your loved ones, including yourself. We don't think about reconciliation or reconciling with ourselves, but that is really important. This also might show that you've broken trust with yourself. Maybe you've promised to do something for your health, for your well-being, and you haven't fulfilled that. At your core, you don't feel strong enough that you could handle anything that's coming your way. It's coming back to building trust that you trust yourself, that your physical body, your emotional body, your mental body, your spiritual body will move you forward and the universe has your back. Our natural vibration is love. If we all just loved everything, there would not be conflict. And so when we are in this space of conflict or drama or low vibration, we are not at our natural state. That is a huge warning that we're out of flow or moving in the direction of out of flow. And number 10, You might feel that you're seeing a lot of negative symbols or a lot of negativity is happening around you. Now, what we interpret as a negative omen can be different amongst everybody, and that can be based on your beliefs, your upbringing, your race, your ethnicity, your religion, your background. What's lucky for a certain culture may be accepted as unholy for another. Hence, your notion or your belief of a negative omen is very personal and it's very unique. If you happen to witness a string of signs that in your mind are considered adverse, there's something unfair going on in your life that your higher self is already aware of. And it's trying to warn you. An example for me, I was recently working outside of my garage with my son and we noticed a squirrel laying in the middle of the street. And I wasn't sure if he was just sunning himself or if he was injured. My intuition told me that he was injured. So I grabbed a 
pair of gloves and a box and I approached him and he was so scared, but he allowed us to pick him up. And I had just been cleaning and sorting the garage and I'd come upon a box that I'd used at one time to pack up some fragile crystals. So it had this soft, fluffy quilt filler in the box. So I grabbed some of that and put it in the bottom of the box. So it created this soft place for the squirrel to lay. And he was breathing heavy, but really not moving at all. And so our next decision was, do we try to get him to a rehab center in the next 45 minutes before they closed and it was the the height of rush hour? Or do we just make him comfortable knowing that he was probably going to pass? And I knew I wouldn't get him to the center in time before they closed, not during rush hour. So we made him comfortable and he passed within 20 minutes. I was incredibly sad, but aware that he crossed the street towards my house and I didn't let him die in the middle of the road. I did go into the house and look up the message behind Squirrel just to refresh my memory and provide me with any insight as to what that squirrel message might be. And squirrel is about working hard. It's about preparing for the future, but it's also a message to slow down that you've been so focused. I decided this message was for me to create more pauses in my week. And that was very important. This message was important to me. And you could say that was an omen for me. But the message was also equally important because earlier in the day, my son was out running errands and happened upon an accident right after it happened. He ended up calling the police and waited there for help to arrive. And that message also was a message to slow down, pay attention, approach life being more present. If you're experiencing any of these signs, Consider them as a divine gift rather than a curse. The universe is speaking to you. It's trying to guide you in the best suitable direction, the best way you will receive based on your vibration. Follow the approach of optimism and positivity. We do get warnings and alerts before we hit the big stuff. Sometimes the little things feel like big things because they take us off track and shift our focus, which is probably exactly what they're meant to do. Be aware when things are abnormal or they're different from your normal routine. Do things with joy, not dread. Remember the chemistry of our brain changes when we do the same thing 300 to 400 times, but that could be dropped down to only 20 or 30 times when we do the activities with joy and take a playful approach. Slow down, pause, enjoy nature, listen to what is around you and more importantly, within you. Take time for ceremony and practices that help you celebrate and tune in to the changing seasons. It doesn't have to be in flow or out of flow. Watch for the signs that show you that you're either getting into flow or you're getting out of flow. And don't rush through life. You are here to experience it. So please do that. I'm Lori Wandra of Your Life Core, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe. I'm Lori Wandra. For current events or to schedule a private session, please visit www.yourlifecore.com.